I am an American. A true story of Japanese internment. From Chapter 2, Executive Order Number 9066. After Pearl Harbor, the Nisei went to great lengths to demonstrate their patriotism. They flooded the streets of San Francisco, Los Angeles, and Seattle in mass demonstrations of loyalty. They waved American flags and recited the pledge of the Japanese American Citizens League. They bought war bonds, donated blood, and ran ads in newspapers denouncing Japan and pledging loyalty to America. In San Francisco, Nisei started a fundraising campaign to buy bombs for attacking Tokyo. In Los Angeles, they formed committees to make sure that no person of Japanese ancestry tried to aid Japan. The day after Pearl Harbor, the Japanese American Citizens League sent the following telegram to President Roosevelt. In this solemn hour, we pledge our fullest cooperation to you, Mr. President, and to our country. There cannot be any question. We, in our hearts, know we are Americans, loyal to America. At first, the demonstrations of loyalty brought pledges of support from government officials, and Japanese internment seemed unlikely. California Congressman Leland Ford said, These people are American-born. This is their country. United States Attorney General Francis Biddle declared, At no time will the government engage in wholesale condemnation of any alien group. In December, Biddle made a move against enemy aliens, that is, German, Italian, and Japanese citizens living in the United States. He ordered the FBI to arrest approximately 16,000 enemy aliens suspected of espionage or sabotage, but within weeks, he released two-thirds of them. At the same time, the FBI and the Federal Communications Commission conducted separate investigations into the Japanese living in America. Both investigations concluded that the Nisei were loyal citizens and that their Issei parents had taken no action to aid Japan. Then, Japan captured Guam on December 13, 1941, Hong Kong on December 24th, Manila on January 2, 1942, and Singapore on February 15th. Scared by the quick advance through the Pacific, military officials suggested that Japan might try to invade the west coast of America and that maybe the Issei and the Nisei who lived there would aid in the invasion. The Western Defense Commander, Lieutenant General John L. DeWitt, who was responsible for the security of the Pacific Coast, was influential in spreading the idea that the Japanese might be disloyal. Following the loss of Manila, he said, I have little confidence that the Japanese enemy aliens, Issei, are loyal. I have no confidence in the loyalty of the Nisei whatsoever. DeWitt's distrust appeared to be confirmed in the Roberts Report, a government investigation of the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Issued at about the same time Singapore fell to Japan in February, the report blamed the disaster on lack of military preparedness and on Japanese sabotage in Hawaii. It even suggested that Japanese farmers had planted their crops in the shape of arrows pointing to Pearl Harbor as the target. 
Although the charge of Japanese sabotage on Hawaii was totally fabricated and false, newspaper writers and radio broadcasters began warning of the danger of Japanese sabotage on the West Coast. In Los Angeles, radio commentator John Hughes warned that 90% or more of American-born Japanese are primarily loyal to Japan. Stunned by the growing hostility, the Nisei tried to appear as un-Japanese as possible. Slowly, sadly, all along the west coast of America, they destroyed what they possessed of their Asian heritage. Japanese books and magazines were burned because of a rumor that FBI agents had found such materials in the homes of Issei arrested on suspicion of sabotage. Priceless diaries, letters, and photographs were burned. Porcelain vases, tea sets, and silk tablecloths were buried or dumped on the street. DeWitt issued a stern suggestion that the Japanese living on the entire coastline of California should voluntarily migrate inland. But when some 4,000 tried to move, they were met with hostility. Armed men patrolled the Nevada border to turn them back while main streets in Utah sported signs reading, No Japs Wanted. Because most people in the inland states had never met a person of Japanese ancestry, they decided that if the Japanese were a threat to California, then they were also a threat to them. With no personal knowledge of the Japanese living in America, Franklin D. Roosevelt yielded to pressure from the California hotheads, the media, and the military. On February 19, 1942, Roosevelt signed Executive Order Number 9066, which gave the military the authority to remove enemy aliens or anyone else suspected of disloyalty. Although the document never mentioned the Japanese by name, it was understood that the order was meant for them alone. <laughs>